Hey, you guys, this is Mickey James on my last rodeo here, and I've stopped by the Battleground podcast to talk to you guys all about Hard to Kill, January 13th. It is sold out, but you can watch it everywhere on pay-per-view, and I hope you join me because the stakes are high. It is career versus title, and I wouldn't want you to miss it. So see you in Atlanta, Hard to Kill. This is the Battleground Podcast. Live from the Parts Unknown Studios, you've entered the Battleground. Battleground! The Battleground! Battleground! The Battleground! Welcome to the Battleground Podcast, your place for all things pro wrestling. Battleground! The Battleground! Battleground! The Battleground! Now making their way to the microphones, give it up for your hosts. Welcome. What's up, you guys? Welcome back into iHeartRadio's official wrestling podcast, The Battleground Podcast. I'm your host, Battle, and bringing along into the room my tag team partner, Eli. What's up, buddy? Hello. Hopefully, you can always uh, you can always tell who is on our show by Eli's shirt. I try to I try to hint, and uh, her official shirt's in the wash, so I had to go with uh, this. But anyways. And, uh, you know, we talk, you, you say her official shirt is in the wash. Well, today is the official day that uh, I guess she has broken the record as most appearances on our show. She has. Uh, and she defeated her husband. She did. Nick Aldis was the one that held that record. But now Mickey James beats Nick yeah. Aldis' record. <laughs> there she yeah. is. <laughs> you, Mickey, you got how something are you? else to hold, him, to hold over his head in the household. Like, look right I, Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go rub it in as soon as I can. I can't wait. Oh man, how you guys great. doing? Thank you. Yeah. I have to appreciate your backdrop back there at battle. Like, thank you. Did you win all of those championships? No, they... I bought I bought them all on different places. The only one that I did win was I don't know which one I won. There's one somewhere around here that I've won. There's like a pile of stuff over there. I won I... one for my kid. There's that. He he's my five year old's big into wrestling now, so I'm looking around at. The my office in here, and he's got one of those giant wrestling rings, and he's got the action figures, and he like makes up his uh -huh. own matches, and <laughs> he has wrestling belts. But it's it's great to watch my five year old get into it. Sometimes he'll get up here and take the masks down, and he'll run around the house and uh you know pretend that he's a wrestler, and he's always yeah. excited. He's excited about Impact Wrestling. We're all excited about uh what's coming up on Friday the thirteenth. Hard to kill yeah. in Atlanta. I mean, uh, it's a very big night for you, mm -hmm. and. Let me it just is. let's let's kind of just jump right into this. I mean, it's been quite the year for the James Aldis household, just like last January was historic. This January is as well as you're heading into Hard to Kill live from center stage in Atlanta, as well as watching it on Fight TV because you can't buy tickets and sold out to face the knockouts world champion Jordan Grace in a title versus career match. Uh, I mean, with that added pressure of the last rodeo, are you mentally, physically and emotionally heading into this contest? How are you feeling? I feel great. Actually, I feel great. And I'm ready for whatever happens. Obviously, I want to win. I want to uh, have one last reign, at least, as Knockouts World Champion. And I think that that's kind of what this last rodeo has been all about, is to test myself against the best of the best and to prove that I'm still worthy uh, and that I could become a Knockouts Champion again. And, um, you know, I, I think there's a lot on the line and the stakes are high, but I... I have always performed better under pressure and I've always um, tried to continue to challenge myself in new ways. And 
Uh, I think I've been able to do that with all these incredible women and different types of matches that I've had um, along the way. And I've never faced Jordan before, but I have watched her to know, and I know her well enough to know that um, she is stronger than me and she is younger than me. And we are two completely different types of wrestlers mm -hmm. out there in that ring. And so I've had to, uh, you know, train a little harder. Um, not that I'm going to be as strong as her by the pay-per-view by any means, but just in different ways to kind of be ready for anything. And um, I know she wants to hold on to that championship as much as I want to win it because I don't want to retire and um, I want I have a lot of fight left in me. And if I'm going to go out, I want to go out in a blaze of glory, you know? Definitely right. for sure. And you, you say that Jordan is strong, but I don't think Jordans have ever uh, wrestled against somebody who is country strong because that's a completely different thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, I'm in the South. We're all here in Nashville. Yeah. Country strong is a, a little bit stronger than mm -hmm. your normal person who's strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a heart goes a long way and mindset goes a long way. And this, I mean, you've seen people do remarkable things um, when it's a fight or flight mode and when mm -hmm. everything is on the line and uh, that pushes people past their limits of what they're truly capable of, you know? And um, I think that I, I have a lot more riding on the line than she does. And so mm -hmm. that gives me hopefully in my mindset and in my heart, a different advantage to make me uh, stronger than I typically am and fight a little harder than maybe I typically would. So, right. Well, and yeah. I, um, you, you've done some appearances earlier this week and one, one comment you kind of made was about how, you know, hardcore country really is kind of a piece of you and it appeals to a, such a wide fan base. And I think that's, I mean, that's literally what you're doing. You're, you're having to kind of, you know, put all your heart into this. It's not just going to be your strength. It's not just going to be the mental. You're gonna have to rely on your experience. And, and you know, it's kind of, I think you made the comment about how people just work hard and they just work hard for what they want. And I think that's kind of the theme for this match. Really. You know, you really are going to have to work hard to, to get this belt. Oh God. No, I know that. I know that. And I know she's going to put up the fight of my life. And I think that, you know, every challenge on the last rodeo has been a bit more difficult, a bit more of a struggle and a bit more of a challenge. And so hopefully, you know, over this, this whole journey, I've been able to keep growing and keep getting better and keep getting better and really challenge myself in different ways. But, um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that I just, I just want to keep, like, I, I respect the championship too much to not be good enough to hold it. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I respect the industry too much. And I think that, our purposes for fighting um, are different, but passion goes a long way. And I, I definitely want to um, remind everybody why I'm Mickey James. And, and I think that it's, she's an excellent representation of this generation of women and uh, what, how bright the future is for women's wrestling. Um, but I've been able to stand the test of time and I've been in, I've seen every genre of women's wrestling and been a yeah. part of pretty much every locker room mm -hmm. on television over the last 20 years. And I think that does give me an advantage in the sense of, I can do it all mm -hmm. just, I can do it all. And, yeah. and hopefully um, I can prove that I still belong and I mm -hmm. prove that I'm, I'm, still a badass in some ways. And if I can't do that, I'm still very satisfied and happy in my career.
right. because I, I have been able to do so much. And, and can sing on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing that Mickey can't do, I don't believe. Right, right. Uh, I think we talked about this before, but I'm not a very good tap dancer. Uh, I'm not. But you've been taking lessons though, right? Uh, well, <laughs> no. if you practicing in my room or just doing like fun wind dances when I win at life. Yeah, right. count as practice. Yeah, yeah. It's just living in the moment then battle. Right. That's, that's always a good <laughs> thing to do. Well, so specifically about Jordan, you know, in the past year, you've, you've had just epic battles with Deanna, um, Tasha, you know, you've really had some career highlights in the past year. I mean, what, what challenges do you see from Jordan specifically that you, that you didn't from the other two? And, you know, a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on her physical transformation over the last 18 months or something. I mean, how much more of an edge do you think that's going to give her or, you know, anything? Oh, it's certainly her strength alone is going to give her a massive edge. And I, but I have to think back to, um, you know, when I was wrestling Beth Phoenix and she was so much stronger than me and, you know, we have to look at each of our opponents differently. And I, I have to understand that I'm going to have to do a different stylistically. I'm just going to have to come at Jordan differently mm-hmm. than I would a lot of opponents. Um, cause her strength is definitely way in her favor. Um, but I do think, you know, she's a student of the game and she studies wrestling and she's a fan of wrestling in that sense. And she wants to be the best because, you know, she's very driven. She's a, she's a smart woman. She's a smart businesswoman as well, not just in the ring, but outside of the ring. Um, so, you know, she takes it very seriously. And I think she takes her reputation. I think she takes her that championship and, and what she represents in wrestling very seriously. And, um, I, I respect that about her, you know, because mm-hmm. I do as well. Uh, so, you know, I, I think she has no quarrels retiring me. If yeah. that's what, like, it's not like she's going to feel bad about it. And if anything, I think that she would feel really good about it and be able to put that notch in her belt as one mm-hmm. more thing on her legacy that she's been able to do in this industry. And, you know, her future is so bright and she's got a lot of it ahead of her. And perhaps I don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's where that heart comes in. That's where that desire and that passion and, and who's going to fight and dig deeper. Right. right. And I think the, the beauty of combat sports, whether you're talking MMA, professional wrestling, anybody can lose. Yeah. There I can mean, only be one winner. There there, absolutely. Winner. We're not giving everybody awards here. I don't get mm-hmm. a championship if I lose. Right. She doesn't keep the championship. If she loses, there's absolutely. only one winner. Absolutely. Just like life. Mm-hmm. That's, not That's not true. We all win. We're winning. We all right win in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all is. win. And of course, uh, Hard to Kill is going down next Friday in Atlanta. You can't get tickets. It's sold out, but you can get tickets to the fallout of Hard to Kill, which is the next night. Uh, you can grab those tickets, impactwrestling.com. So another, I guess, must-see knockouts match on the pay-per-view is a four-way match to determine the number one contender for the title. You've got Deanna, Masha, Taylor, and Killer Kelly. All of these competitors being world-class experienced athletes. And we have recently seen a new side of Taylor on social, and it kind of scares me in a way. Uh, and in the ring, it, yeah. she scares me. Uh, I think it's kind of hot. I'm like, it, ooh. It's bringing out the witchy vibes, yeah. I know. I was scrolling through, and I was like, that's not the Taylor I saw like two weeks ago that was all bubbly uh-huh. and out there. Now it's kind of like, 
I put a spell on you and kind of like, I guess, do I wait for Hocus Pocus and Bette Midler and all them to come out and sing kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what is... <laughs> when you think of witches, you immediately go to Hocus Pocus. Well, I, I, it's either that or Harry Potter, but I mean... Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to be like, well, I saw Taylor Wilde and I thought, oh, Blair Witch Project, uh, you yeah. know, uh, <laughs> or the 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 very bad mummy movie where it was like a mummy witch from Tom Cruise that he put. Oh, out. That, that one. That one. Yeah. Um, that one? I don't even know what that one it is. Was, it was awful. Nobody it was saw that one. Yeah, it was awful. Tom um, made a bad movie. Yeah, I, I was surprised that that happened. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what is. Uh, what has you most excited about this match? And if you had to pick when you beat Jordan Grace at Hard to Kill, who do you think comes out on top and who do you want to face for your Impact Knockouts Championship? I say that because you're on the show and you know the track record. You come on the show, you don't have a title, you go on to win the title. So, yeah. Well, I would say there's one woman that I haven't faced and I think that I've watched her grow because uh, I've, I've beaten Deanna not once, not twice but three times on this last rodeo. Did you just dust off your that, shoulder? That's you. That's you. That's you. You can do that. You can do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's no slouch. Deanna's amazing. So yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, I don't want to look past hard to kill and I hope that I see everyone on the fallout on the 14th. Um, but yeah, that match, I mean, to see who the number one contenders, I'm going to have to keep an eye on that because I'm going on the mindset that I'm going to win, but I got a chance mm -hmm. to face Taylor Wilde. I will say I love this new version, this new part of mm -hmm. Taylor. And I don't think that it's a character as much as it is a lifestyle, her lifestyle as you grow up. You know, I think the Taylor Wilde, while we all loved and, and she's grown up since then and, and to evolve into this and this is her new kind of life and love. It's awesome to see. And I kind of like, I dig it because it's so different. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, I beat Taylor Wilde, you know, but I think Masha, and I know Kelly Killer Kelly. I've never faced, mm. and I, and she's recently come in. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. She would mm -hmm. be yes. awesome. But mm -hmm. I think I have more of an emotional uh, connection to Masha mm -hmm. in the sense that um, I saw her when we were uh, building in power, and I I saw her there, and I thought she was awesome and so different and. Mm -hmm. uh, so I saw what she did there, obviously, and I thought that she was a real star of the night that night um, and to the point of pick, using her as my pick your poison against Deanna for the knockouts knockdown and then her getting offered a contract that night and then her coming in and making a hell of an impact on the division and being undefeated and unstoppable mm -hmm. for she and I are two completely, again, two completely different types of wrestlers um, and athletes, but I think uh again i want to challenge myself um no matter what and i think that if if i had to pick one winner that that would be the match that i think would be something challenging for me as a new champion of coming out of the gate um and she's somebody on the roster that i haven't faced yet and she's a badass and mm -hmm. kind of scary yeah. yeah and i think specifically i'll just talk about those two so I like Masha because she doesn't look like anybody else. Like you said, mm -hmm. I think in, a, in, in, I think in this industry, especially unfortunately with the female, a lot of them can kind of look the same, same kind of gear, maybe same, same kind gear, of makeup. Same, yeah. Same. You know, um, she doesn't look like anybody. So that's incredible. And I, I think with too. Taylor, it's almost kind of your, uh, not your gimmick specifically, but just 
you know, it's almost an extension of yourself, you know, hardcore country. Yeah. That was way more authentic Mickey James. And I think, For sure. and so when you kind of have these, when you see talent re reinvent themselves, mm -hmm. but they do it as an extension of themselves, that's really where, that's where you get the magic really. Well, know? that's no pun intended. All pun intended. <laughs> You know, that is where the magic happens is when you find that piece um, of your character that it's truly, you look at the best characters I feel like that have been on television. They are probably the ones that are like the Steve Austins of the world. And, mm -hmm. and you know, even HBK, like their extension of themselves, of who they truly are, Bret Hart, of uh, of who they truly are deep down. It's just the volume is turned all the way up they and they just say things that and do things that they wouldn't do in real life but it does not like they don't want to right. it's just that mm -hmm. we can't we can't go right. around beating up our bosses we can't go around just giving everybody double middle fingers and stunners as no. much as we want to you know but that's why it's exciting for taylor when i go like she stepped into who she truly is a bit more and gotten away evolved you know mm -hmm. of, of who this new version of taylor wild is and i think that's the difference maker in us all when we find that Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been really awesome to see that transformation so far. Yeah. Um, here's some more fantasy booking for you. Okay. Uh, this is another impact uh, match. So uh, a lot of, we've kind of seen some, you know, just, Oh, I'd love to see this. And you know, if this could happen, it'd be unbelievable, but um, hardcore, hardcore country, Mickey James versus La Huera Loca Taya Valkyrie, who is the <sighs> currently the still the longest reigning knockouts champion. Would yes. that be would that be something on your radar uh, oh, later on this sure. year? Yeah, absolutely, I, I, absolutely. I think you know I'd love to face her in Impact. I, mean, I know she's part of that. The thing is, is I can't find any friends. <laughs> I don't meet my friends. So as far as being a tag team champion, the struggle is real mm -hmm. um, because everybody I befriend is not a friend. Mm -hmm. For everybody yeah. from a faith, then turn. Always stab you in the back. There. there, there's also potential for a. Uh, a mixed tag team, a mixed tag, or even a singles, maybe a singles. I think um, the singles is where it's at, but I think yeah, uh, for sure you know, that's, we've never faced each other. We've yeah, never I know that that's the craziest thing. It was when I was looking, doing the research for the questions. I was like, well, when was the last time? Wow, never. They, they never have. Holy. Cause I think y'all just crossed paths at different times. You know, uh, yeah. you've worked in the same companies, but it's been a different. Well, I've know. never faced any of the women in the death dolls really on television. The last time I think I wrestled yeah. Jessica Havoc was when she, it was on the indies at wow. some point. like way like i must have been 2010 wow I that far back. Okay. back in that that run 2010 through 2012 maybe twice yeah i haven't wrestled there's a lot of people there's a lot of people out there and that's another part of this last rodeos there's so much talent mm -hmm. and so many incredible women out there and i really want to challenge myself against the best of the best and to have matches first time evers perhaps last time evers and you know do something special on the right. way out and there's so much talent out there and so many different types of matches and so many types of matchups um and it's just awesome to see because we didn't always have that when i was on that level or like trying to rise to you know mm -hmm. it's really cool to see and it's yeah. really cool to still be a part of in the locker room kind of capacity Right. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So here's a, here's a fun one before we wrap things up. We just got finished with the holiday season from Halloween to new year's Christmas and everything else in between. There's always something going on. Is yeah. there a fun holiday tradition in the James Aldis household that you guys enjoy and partake in every year? Um, yeah, we don't do the elf on the shelf. 
Um, I never introduced him to Donovan because I realized the madness that it involved. Oh, trust me. I know I've been doing it for years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah always leave out milk and cookies for santa we always do that together we make reindeer food oh, um, nice. donovan this year was so excited for christmas it, he it was probably the most excited uh he's been like i felt like each year he gets more and more and like he's still talking about it as far as um how great it was like our friend oh, nice. i can't disclose but they mm-hmm. send a letter from santa every single year they put donovan on the nice list and Mm. and, um, he still believes which is amazing but this year they insisted on coming to the house on christmas eve so i god i hope donovan never sees this because i don't want to ruin it for him Um, (laughs) as as santa on christmas eve at one o'clock in the morning and mind you there was like a lot of snow still and yeah. cold, and it was mm-hmm. icy. Um, so Donovan could catch him underneath the Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, and that's incredible! Cool. And he's at that age too, where it's still magic, and just oh my gosh, I he's can tell not- your mom hearts over there. Just oh, it was. I can't even like my gratitude is like oh I can't, and I'm like I don't know how I'm gonna top this year's this mm-hmm. year's holiday because how do you top this? But the one thing I was like because he is in that age where. They still believe, but right on that cusp of when they're like, hold on a second. They're figuring things out on their own. Yeah. So it was like, oh, he's going to, hopefully he believes in the Christmas. Because I do believe in the Christmas spirit and the magic of Christmas Mm -hmm. and the fact that it really starts to show people's true kindness and Mm -hmm. people are just a bit more kind and a bit more willing to do things for other people until the new year comes and they forget about it. And then it's all about them. Yeah. Um, Then we go to the gym for two days and then we're Scrooges again. That's yeah. usually how it goes. That's usually yeah, but how it goes. believe in that spirit of Christmas and believe in the magic of Christmas for a bit, hopefully forever, but at least for a bit longer. And yeah, and awesome. that's always the great feeling, especially yeah. when they wake up. They're like, Santa was here. Because I remember my five-year-old, I was asleep, and he comes in. He's like, Dad, Santa brought Monster Jam. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and he comes out in here. And he was riding his ride-along gravedigger truck that, that Santa brought him. That's um, awesome. But yeah, it's always a great moment when you That's see so your kids awesome. getting excited about that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we wrap things up on a good note. And of course, uh, next Friday is Hard to Kill. Uh, Jan- I don't know why I was going to say July. We're way past. Uh, <laughs> January 13th in Atlanta. Tickets are sold out. So uh, good luck trying to get into the building. You're just going to have to watch it with the rest of us on Fight TV and on pay-per-view. But you can still get tickets to the Fallout, which is the next night at impactwrestling.com. Mickey, it's been an honor to have you on the show today, and thank you so much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. I always have fun talking to y'all. It's always a blast when you get to come on the show. Yeah, thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Battleground Podcast. Make sure you give it five stars and a nice review. To stay up to date with the show, follow them at Battleground Podcast on Instagram. 